Good evening y'all, good evening, good evening, hey girl, hey, and hey boy, hey, and it's been a minute since I've conversed with you, since I had a conversation with you guys here on my podcast, but here we are today, today I'm going to talk about something <laughs> a little bit embarrassing, <laughs> my sexual history y'all, oh my goodness. My sexual history in the last, I'm 36 now, so let me say, in the last 23 years, yes, oh, it's been quite a ride, it's been quite a journey, <laughs> it's been quite a lot, <laughs> a lot has happened in this journey of mine, of sexual experience. Exploring sexual, finding my sexual, whatever. Oh, it's been, yeah. So, I, where do I start here? You know what? Let me start with the boyfriends that I had. Né? Um, in the last, oh, since my existence. So, so far... <laughs> my first ever let me see my first ever boyfriend wow I think I was um, I think oh yes oh yes oh yes my first boyfriend, um, I think I was 19, 18, 19, and he was a bit older than me. His name was Joe. <laughs> and funny enough, uh, I live in Zakane now, and back then he, he lived in Zakane, and yeah, he still lives here, and he lives not far from where I bought a house. Can you believe this? <laughs> Coincidence. Yeah, I was in matric when I met Joe. And yeah, I was 19 and I think he was 40. Because now I think he he's in his 60s, I think. Oh god. Let me tell you a bit about him. Um as you all know that I come from a poor background, you know. I come from a poor background and my mom was an alcoholic, you know. So, in those times, you know, in order for me to escape, you know, um, the ill treatment, you know, the swearing it, you know, the hambuyo panda uh, type of vibe, which means... Go and fend for yourself, sort of thing, from my mom and. But I understood. I understood why she, she was treat, mistreating me that way because, number one, you know, when she was unemployed and she couldn't fend for three kids. You, you understand? And I was the oldest, and. And I also was demanding, you know. You know, I would look at her 
for a plate of food. So, hence one day, my friend at the time, Promise, said, you know what, let's go and visit this, this um, guy from Sakane. He works at Pick and Pay. Not in the stores, though. He, at the offices of Pick and Pay. And, you know, he's got money and stuff. Let's go and visit him. And I think it was December time when Promise and I went to visit Joe. And Joe was Promise's ex-boyfriend. I don't know what was going on, whether they were exes or whatever. But when we arrived, he saw this young boy and... I'm sorry, y'all, I'm drinking ginger, ginger beer. And it's so nice and because it's hot today. Um, you know, he started making advances at me, which obvious promise was okay with it. And yeah, we started dating, you know, I think we dated from there on, we dated for two, three years, I think, or four, five, somewhere there. I don't remember. But even after matric, um, after I finished school and stuff, I remember lying to him that I was in varsity. <laughs> oh, knowing my circumstances at home, or oh, oh, couldn't afford varsity. <laughs> no one would pay for my varsity. Oh. So he would call us, no, I'm in a rest. Oh, no, I've got late night classes and stuff. So that was my first boyfriend. My second Boyfriend. <laughs> I think I loved this was this I loved the guy. I genuinely loved the guy and the, the guy really loved me like for who I was and you know there was love between us. There was this chemistry between us and it was fire. Our relationship was fire. Oh Girl, let me tell you something. The the sexual pleasures that we did, the fucking, oh my goodness, the making love. Oh, I still miss. I wonder where he is now. His name was Nkululeko. Um, his nickname was Roger. Um, uh, Roger, I think I was 20, but he was, he, I think, yeah, I was 20, 21, somewhere there, and he was 23. I met Muroja while I was with my other friend, Ino. Uh, Ino was living in Davidson at the time, he, um, in a place called, um, um, Lost my cherry, Begizuru Street, and me and Inom. I was at our, you know, we would drag at the time. I used to wear female clothes, by the way. So we would drag and go to. <laughs> uh, so Begizuru is not far. F- it was not far from the Squana Camps. Yes, I'm <laughs> Queenie. So. Um, you know, we would go there 
every Friday with my friend Ino. And there was this tavern. It was full of boys, Zulu men, Zulu guys from KZN. Oh my goodness, I'm telling you. That's where I met Muroja. Here I was seeing this tall, masculine. He would he, he used to lift um, weights. Yeah, he was a bold builder. Oh my goodness! And he would he he loved wearing a vests, this white vest and jeans, and then this vest would show his muscles, y'all. Oh, he was so yummy. Oh, <laughs> uh, girl. And I, you know, it started off as okay, we're gonna have fuck and and then not see each other, you know, it, it's a once off thingy, you, you see. Oh, girl, nah, it didn't. We started seeing each other. I think I, I'm, I decided to move because of my situation from home, which I'm gonna talk on another episode. Um, I did semi live semi permanently lived with Ino here in Begizulu because I was always there at, at his house. So yeah. So I would see him often he would he would come to where we were staying, sleep over. What I like about him, he would take me to his to meet his family, he took me. He was the first guy to who took me to meet his family. Yes, and mind you, his culture is Zulu, and Zulu they don't tolerate uh this gay shitty thingy, men dating other men. No, they don't. But he he, he proved that he wanted this from us, you know. And then we started. Okay, we dated and then and dated and dated and then he decided that um he, he now he wants to move out of his his parents home so he has found another shack a nice beautiful two-roomed shack oh this is so refreshing the ginger beer so he wanted to me to live with him and yes we started living together oh my goodness <laughs> it was a beautiful relationship. I don't wanna lie. We would fuck in the morning. We would fuck. I. He is the one who introduced me to fucking. Um, during the day, during a hot day, like scorching, scorching hot, and then you close the doors, you close the curtains, you get inside the blankets in that hot, in that heatness, and then you sweat. You, oh my goodness. So he introduced me to that. And then he also introduced me to fucking in the rain. Like when there's rain. And you, you'll be doing all those while listening to, to the rain. And mind you, Amazenke, Magunimvula. And then, and our sounds. Yes. I really loved um, Roger. I don't know. I don't want to lie to you guys. Um... Sadly, though, he moved. The last time I talked to Muroja, he told me he was living in another province in Northwest. And he, he now had a family. No. 
he had a, a, a wife and kids, you know, yeah, which is nice, you know, which is nice. And if he's still living, you know, and still married to that lady and, you know, that lady has found a good man because Mokocha was a good guy. He was sweet. Uh, my next boyfriend. <laughs> oh, it was. Um, I'm talking about the guys that I dated for a while here. You know, not the ones that I I found in the bars or whatever. No, but when I stand there in Kulma, about the serious guys that I dated. My next boyfriend was uh, George. George was kind of young. He was a young boy. <laughs> oh my goodness. George was young. And I met George. There was a, a place called a bar. Yeah, it's, it's a place called Epa. And then there was these dance moves that these boys would be doing. Uh, like moving. Like, yo, my, yeah, he was a good dancer and he had a good body. He was very young. He had a good body. You know, I'm attracted to guys with a bit of uh, tush, a bit of S, you know, popping out. So he had all those qualities that I wanted. But the only problem was that he was young. Yeah, we dated. And the last time I, I talked to him, I think this year, on Facebook, until he wrote something on his status, because now he works well. I think he works well. He's got kids. Oh, mind you all. <laughs> I taught his firstborn child while I was teaching in Melut. Imagine. And... He told the child that, oh, I used to date your teacher. I'm like, oh my goodness. Embarrassing moment back there. But yeah. And then my other boyfriend that I could think of after George. Who was it after George? Who did I date after George? It was George and then... Uh, mm. <laughs> you know the others um they were like uh oh yes um oh i just <laughs> pascas <laughs> the uh, the others were um, Kind of one night stands, you know. I had many of those. I had many. I have experienced with when it comes to my sexual. I had this huge hunger for sex. So, you know, there was a point where I would sleep every weekend with a different guy. You know, even got raped, and it's another um, topic for it's another discussion, another topic because it brings a lot of emotions. Um, but yeah, but, um, 
my next boyfriend, whom I truly cared about, was uh, Didi. Diale. Here's this boy from Pretoria. Um, came to Davidton and oh, he, he he had a great body. A great, great body. You know, and yeah, nah, he was a bit younger. Yeah, he, the last time I was with him, I think it was last year, he even came to see my new house. Um, yeah, but sadly, I think the reason uh, why it ended is was because he, he, he got addicted to drugs, so no, I don't want any druggy around me. So, yeah, but we had a beautiful sex, me and him. You know, he never said no to sex. And because he knew that I love to be fucked. So, it was one of those. Uh, and then, bef then I dated Didi and Gatti at the same time. So, coming to my next guy that I did, <laughs> it was Gatti. So, you all know the uh, history with Gatti. It was a beautiful four-year relationship, uh, but sadly, it, it had to end. And it's something that I don't think I will ever go back to because I loved, I truly loved that guy and he hurt me so bad. I got really hurt, but now he's moved on. He's with Gugu, the girl that I, was, I talked to you about on the last episode. So, but he still visits. And I think he's still attracted to me because whenever he's around, he still wants to fuck and or sleep over. And what happened the other time, he came with... Uh, his friend Tabo and me and Tabo we are shagging partners so I, I think he got jealous and stuff because yeah so yeah so and then the other one was Ace but I don't want to talk about uh, talk much about Ace because Ace was an educated one. He was the only guy that who was who was really educated. Like he had a master's and he was into into his studies and you know he drove a BMW. You know he lives in the suburbs and 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 he's well accomplished. But and he's into God and stuff in church. But he was, he's not my type, you know. He's not the type of guy that I want, you know, because his personality is boring. Boring, 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 borax. Borax, you know, and even the sex was horrible. It, it was okay, it was okay, but uh, not to my liking, though. So, yeah, so now. I've decided to mind you all. I'm in the bathroom <laughs> now. So 
now that I told myself, but you know what, I'm not forcing anything. I think it's the more guys come to my reach. They come to my life, you know. I don't know why. I don't know why, but that they come by themselves. There's this cute guy. Now he's one of Katiso and Jeff's friends. Oh, there's a guy that also shaked. I'm gonna talk about the guys that I shaked. Here I was talking about the guys that I've dated. So, oh, the guys that I've shaked, I'm gonna need the whole day. The whole day. I've been a bitch. I've been slutty. I've been a hoe, y'all. So. I hope you enjoyed this episode and hope you listen or subscribe to my podcast for more stories to come. I love you all, my chosen family. I love you, love you, love you, love you. This trans girl loves you all. Mwah.